Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to Stretch Mark Season 2 with me, Caroline Foran. And me, Sinead O'Moore. Hello. Hello. This week, what are we talking about? Growing up. I'm not able. This episode is kindly supported by DropChef, the Irish company delivering healthy, nutritious food straight to your door. We've tried it. We love it. And we have a dedicated discount code for you. So keep listening. How you doing? I am feeling a little bit queasy. It's reminding me of being pregnant. Um... I just came from the gym and I pushed myself a little bit too hard. So I'm great, very grateful for the muffin you got me to get me through this recording. You're very Hopefully welcome. I don't yak. I'm a feeder. I'm we a might feeder. cry though because this is going to be an emotional one for you anyway. And I can't cope with the idea of time moving on. I think, look, I think in all of this it's important to drop a few of them in that are like, you know, like the good stretch in season one where the heartstrings get pulled. A few episodes where we're like, we actually love doing this. <laughs> But that's the thing at the stretch. Your heart is so stretched. Um, And yeah, for me, look, I think the growing up. Don't we just wish the day away? Oh, all the time. Don't we just wish to get to the next nap, to get to the next hour, to get to bedtime, to get through the night, to get to morning nap? We wish it away. And always for me, it's the packing away of clothes, the end of a particular like moment of time Mm. and you never get them back and I'm having it big time right now there's the school thing but the end of summer for some reason is like massive for me right now I really feel like I will never have a summer again where they are this age yeah I feel like there's a sort of a sadness to the end of summer for many reasons and it's like it's a start of a new year I guess academically and a new season it can always bring with a kind of a heaviness and there's a lot going on for you right now with... Yeah, it's kind of like that Sunday night. That Sunday yeah. night. Fear, like, so the weekend has passed. The weekend is Nostalgia. Over. Nostalgia. You, you arrive into summer, like Thursday night feels. Yeah. Do you know? And you're like, geez, will we go out? Oh my God, will we? And then somewhere in the middle, you're kind of hung over and you're regretting life and you're feeling like this is too much. <laughs> this is too much. And you're like, you know, you're like knee deep in Monster Munch and Coca-Cola and you're just like, ah. I need to get back to my routine. I need now. to get back to my routine. Now. So I am looking forward to the September routine and a little bit of rhythm, you know, reappearing because it's very chaotic right now, but it's so much fun. But I look at them and I'm just like, next year, you know, do will be nearly three, Penny be six. And then it's like seven and four. And you're like, I I want to freeze them as they are 
right now. I get really sad when I'm in a playground. If I look at like little seven and eight year olds playing, I'm like, I don't want one of them. I want my baby. I just want him to like mature but stay in the body of a two year old with the voice of a two year old. I, I don't want a teenager. I don't want everyone's like, oh, you know, when he'll be older, it'll be easier. I'm like, but I don't want that either. Oh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't think it ever gets easier. I just think it changes. But on Saturday night, I asked Penn, I was like, what do you want to do tomorrow? You can do anything tomorrow. It's going to be like family day. What do you want to do tomorrow? Anything you want to do tomorrow. Um, can I go see my friends? <gasps> She's five. She, bearing in mind, has spent the week with her friends in a summer camp. She had only spent Saturday in our company. And here I am going, what do you want to do tomorrow? We can do anything. She used to say like playground Aww. or toy shop or no. Um, Can I go out and see my friends? Aww. I was like, oh my God. And then I was just clinging to you being like, you are never, ever, <laughs> ever growing up. You are staying little forever. And that's just how it is. And now I get it. Now I understand like the baby of the family is just like kept the baby of the family. Yeah. Oh, but I- it is, it's tough. It's so tough, but I guess there's also a sweetness and a, and like, a, I'm imagining that you would feel quite proud of yourself. Like, look where you've gotten her to, mm. that she's confident enough to be like, I want to go play with my friends. Like, she's not like, oh, mommy, I don't want to leave you. It's really amazing that she's got that confidence and, you know, she's socialized and she's out she's in the world. She's really cool. She's more socialized than I am. Oh, my goodness. She is just like, she honestly has the best life the best of gang, the friends, the fun. She's really having a moment. Like I'm really seeing her like love, love childhood right now. You know, she's doing so much outdoor play. And I know, whereas before childhood was us minding them, yeah. keeping them alive, keeping them dry, keeping them clean, keeping them fed. But now she's like, just in this like, she's her own little person and also now she might be having experiences that like she'll remember whereas I often get sad that like Caelan won't remember the moments that we have that are lovely now because it's just you know I don't think you can retain it at that age but she will she totally will she don't like the first day of school is next week give me a moment (laughs) the first day of school is next week Um, and I I was saying this on on news talk on Monday because they were doing a piece about school And I was saying how like for years working in offices and you'd see parents on like the 1st of September and you'd hear, oh, so-and-so starting school or whatever. And you're like, oh, lovely, la, 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 la. You know, you move on with your day. And then on that morning, they'd arrive in and they'd be wearing their sunglasses and their eyes are like bloodshot and they're like hiding from the world. And they're kind of like, you know, you know, the distance of like keeping the coffee in front of your face. And you're just like, morning, 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 morning. And you go over and you sit down. It's like into your computer. Tap, tap, tap. And you kind of get the eyes from the other people in the room being like, oh, God, lover, you know, and not to be harsh, but I would have sat there kind of going, yeah, but like, has she not been putting her kids into like a childminder for years? Like, what's 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 the big deal? Um, Thinking back to me on the first day of crash kind of thing and like the, the separation anxiety. But I tell you this year, like, I cannot, I can't, I can barely see an ad now for back to school without <laughs> like a little cry in the corner and I, I'm trying to shield her from it because I she doesn't understand nostalgia being like a trigger for emotion yeah she thinks mommy's crying school school equals bad yeah you know so yeah you have to try I have to I have to neutralize that one 
Um, and actually there was a psychologist on as well and there was some really positive tips about like just not making it a big deal like we're projecting this onto her and I am I'm sitting there going this is the first day that ends with her leaving cert that's not helpful mm-hmm. that's well, not that's, helpful yeah. you know this is the first day for like just her first day and leave it at that um She's yeah, going I suppose to... her mind can't, can't go that far ahead. She can't comprehend no. the enormity of it and the phase she's going into. Like no. they only think day to day, hour to hour, which she is She thinks snack amazing. to snack. <laughs> yeah. She's like, who's feeding me in this school? Like, where am I, where am I getting, where am I getting my food from? So she's had a few weeks of summer camp in the school, like literally in the classroom that she's going to be in. Um, so like she's totally comfortable with the surroundings the uniform is going to be a massive problem because she's like like pulling at the the collar and the stiffness and everything she's kind of like is there a way for that to be like seem cool like that's what all your friends are wearing like how no, do you no 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 why is it just like itchy or what just she's been living in leggings and t-shirts her whole life like she yeah. now don't she loves you know you've Dressing seen her up. she I don't think I've she, ever seen her not dressed as a princess she loves a sparkle yeah uh, but she does not love a collar mm. Uh, she does not like a cuff. She does not like anything that's kind of like tailored. Uh, nor should she. She's five. <laughs> Imagine I'm five and I like my clothes to be tailored. <laughs> I just love the seam on yeah. this. Uh, so that's going to be a problem. She has a couple of really good friends from her crash that are going to be in her class. Like all of it's perfect. All of it is great. That's a really good setup. It's really perfect. And yet I'm, It's it's just a feeling of like, those it's weird it's like it's like I'm in a movie montage (laughs) of life where she's reaching this like moment of driving off to college which is so stupid because she's going like two minutes up the road and I will pick her up at like 1pm but all of these memories of like the first five years of her life are like flooding up into my brain of like oh remember this or remember that or remember when you packed away that and you were sad and you're like, oh my God, it never ends. Now you're kind of opening her up to the whole world, really. I oh. suppose for so long it was just the two of you. Or then, you know, what what do you think makes it feel different to Crash? I guess with Crash, the, like... Well, I, the thing is, I'm sure I, like, I did go through this as well when I was putting her into Crash. Um, but I suppose, like, you probably felt more guilty because she wanted to be with you and stay with you. Whereas now she's like, I want to go be with my friends. She, yeah. Like, there's no guilt associated with this, actually, yeah. at all. Like, there was massive guilt then. There's no guilt associated with this. This is more a a letting go. A realisation that, like, you have them for such a short time. All those videos on Instagram. Oh, you have them for such a short time. And actually, what you're doing is, what your job is is preparing them for the world. And they are now the worlds. Like, they belong in the world. They're going to make their own life. They're going to make their own decisions. And for so, such a tiny part of their life, you know, you are their world. And like, I I am really proud. But also it's like, oh, I could go back to day one tomorrow. Mm. I would do it all over again. Do you think you'd have this feeling if you had like 10 kids? It would, no. You, it, like it would never... No, I'd be like Rosita and Sing at that point. And I'd just be like a production line of little piglets going out the door. No, it's... But it, I, I think it's happened to me a lot. Like any time. Oh my God. Like I still remember packing away her zero to three little yeah. baby grows. I remember like the last time that she would wear a baby grow. And now she's into like, you know, a leggings and a t-shirt. Mm. Because she's crawling or whatever. You know, it's... um. 
there's been a lot of we get we get prepared for firsts you know first taste and first step and first whatever but like the lasts oh the lasts are so hard I don't know when a last is a last yeah I have a feeling we're reaching the stage that this is so like small in comparison but like Caelan not really wanting to go into his sleeping bag and mm. I just think like he looks like a big giant baby in his really long sleeping bag with like a little pattern on it and the little buttons on the side and I'm like oh I'm gonna have to be like putting a little blankie on him and he'll be wearing his jammies and not his little onesies in bed and you can kind of see them starting to shift in those directions but there's no this is the last day you don't know for sure um, and with the bottle like I still give him a bottle because he loves a bottle of milk going to bed and it's just part of our routine and I'm like oh fuck they clean the bottles every day and just like I don't I don't want to not have a dishwasher full of bottles there will be a day I know and yeah so just I guess you start off with like the 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 experiences come like quick and they pass so quickly like the mm. you know but you're willing them to pass yeah exactly and then they get longer and then they get more significant and more heavy for you to to deal with um what I've learned is like I wish I could have done these five years less wrecked how could you well I suppose the pandemic probably didn't help but if we were less wrecked we would see and feel the magic when it's occurring I feel like the magic is so like fractured well like you said before when we were recording like the filtering system that you go through at night like replenishes your ability to see the magic but it's still kind of seeing it after the fact each mm. day um, mm. I, I mean I think thanks to like a lot of those videos on Instagram I keep pulling myself back into the moment and being like be here with him see the magic of little things like him looking at a ladybird crawling up my arm and thinking oh my god like look at that or um, you know just I think we have we have so much encouragement around us to be present um, which I think is really helpful and it's just it's tricky because it's at the so same, hard to do though it's like, really hard to do because at the same time you don't want to shame yourself for feeling like oh, I want this moment to pass because it's also really hard the moments can be really hard um, I think just like trying to make space for both of them. Me and her. <laughs> no, like, tr- you know, obviously you're you're at this point now with, with, with Penny, but with Juju now coming, you know, knowing that that's, she's coming up underneath her to be like. But she's never growing give, up. No, we, no, just, no, no, no. <laughs> to give yourself been. space to be like, I'm having a day, like, or she's having a tantrum well, today, the and, and then see the magic in it as well whenever that comes but not pressure to be like only see the magic because it's, it's going to pass because then you're going to be yeah but I think the magic is a lot sweeter this time because I know how the bad days pass the bad phases pass the milestones pass like and to just kind of like roll a little bit softer in it yeah um is that the magic of number two then? Oh, I think so. I really do think so. Uh, but bearing in mind, like I had a really decent age gap, you know, like I w- Penny was two and a half when I conceived you. So like I didn't I didn't have to like layer lots of little people together. Like so I got to really, really, really kind of enjoy the first two and a half years. Um, well, I only conceived her then. So like really, she was over three when she was born. But I got to like really dedicate like lots of time to our little world. So but I still wish, I still wish I knew how quickly she would evolve. Like, I didn't think this would be five. You know, I kind of imagined like, you know, who she is now would be seven or eight. She's very tall. 
She's very tall. She's and very mature. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I mean, anytime I've been around her, I don't think she behaves like a five year old. I think no. she's very much like a grown up girl. I know. <laughs> Which is, you know, Stay is great. Little. She's gonna do so well, you know, yeah. in school and everything. Um, but it looks. Thank God you have Juju. Oh, listen. Just to hold on to her little munch. But there's lots of lessons in it, and I suppose I just wish that I had just taken a li- it a little bit slower, not willed away the day as quickly um, and focused more like, yeah, on on kind of like being, it's OK to be sad when the last happen. Like, you know, I remember like putting away the bassinet mm-hmm. instead of like the sitting up buggy or, you know, the last night in the co-sleeper beside the bed like there. But actually what was happening was we were so exhausted and so tired and she wasn't sleeping and one of the solutions was she cannot be in the bed beside us anymore we're waking her up at night we're trying it tonight get her into the cot in her own bed like it was it was in a it I guess, was a yeah, conflict moment you wouldn't, you wouldn't feel emotional about that moment because when you're transferring her from the you know the co-sleeper to the cot you are you don't know if it's going to work out or she's going to be back in the co-sleeper so yeah. it's not like a, oh that was the last thing whereas no. this is definitive there's you know, a first day of school, a last day of crash. Yeah. Everything else is like kind of trial blurry. and error and this yeah. Yeah, it's um, blurry. For me, it's it's been bedtimes and that's when I think I catch myself and particularly his last bedtime before he turned two and I was a wreck. Birthdays, I think for both of us, mm. are very emotional. Um I just couldn't believe that I got to two so quickly. Like I honestly zero to one for me was like, come on. And then one to two blink of an eye. Mm. Um, and the emotion of of knowing that I'll you know he'll never be a baby anymore he'll never and like you just start it's almost like you're kind of indulging yourself in as much sadness as you can feel like th- like I'd start I was saying to Barry like but he'll never lose it what about this and he's like oh like these things are not necessarily occurring to Barry and I'm almost willing them on so I can let myself feel yeah, it you have to like lance it <laughs> I have to like I have to be like no I really need a big cry yeah, about this I'm need to really let it out. sad I really like you know thinking and it's a mixture of emotion because you're thinking like you're sad I'm sad for myself that I found it so difficult in the beginning that like now it's past and I'm sad for that too and I'm sad for you know now he's the next birthday he's three and then you know just before you know people are like oh I've got 14 year olds at home and you know you still feel emotional I'm like I'm just no I'm not able for that at all um but I think it's really good if you are feeling that emotional it means you're present. It means you're mm. taking stock and you're slowing down for at least a few minutes or during this time to be like, notice it happening, move through it. You're not going to look back in five years and be like, oh my God, she's, she started school and I didn't even come up for air. Like you're coming up for air. I'm coming up for air is coming out with the tears as well. Yeah, we had we had a really gorgeous summer. I, I really, I really like put work to one side, definitely for August. And like we had just lots of time together. I really wanted time together. I really felt like the last couple of summers she hasn't had proper like summer childhoods. Um, and yeah, I I kind of I kind of moved through it knowing this was on purpose and this was really kind of to 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 see the magic in her. I feel like I mean, she's not it's not like she's going to boarding school. Like, do you know what I mean? It's. But it doesn't matter though. It's the significance of of the change and the passing of time. And like, it's not. It doesn't make a difference if she's going an hour away or, or yeah. two minutes away. It's it's um it's the stage. But you start thinking of your own experience of school, and you start thinking of like, you know, it's the first time she's going to be she's going to be literally judged. She's mm-hmm. going to be judged about her intelligence. 
like every little part of her is going to be kind of picked apart and like you know her her you know her spelling is only at this level or her maths Le- at all this the levels level and or, yeah yeah or how she will she be brave enough to read in front of her class or you know like even at sport she's going to be every part of her is starting to going to get judged and written down and reported and handed to you and you're like this is your child in a list form and you're like oh my god yeah. it's so cruel and she's, she's going to have to experience failure and disappointment and I think as a mother it feels so like your every fibre of your being wants to shield them from that um, but it's so necessary and clicks and yeah. gangs and, and I'm your friend today <laughs> but I'm not your friend tomorrow like I just feel like talking about like growing up I need to like my whole the whole parenting thing has to like totally level up because I feel like I'm about to enter a lion's cage of how does she cope with the anxiety of doing a spelling test how does she cope with you know we're doing a race in school and I came last or somebody laughed at me or you know she said she's not my friend today and there's just like loads of big life things kind of coming at her I think that the key is that like kids are so resilient and they're experiencing everything for the first time they don't have the years of doubt and everything that you know experience that we have it's not it's not managing her anxiety through those it's yours it's managing well, yeah you know I'm totally it's, it's regulating yourself to be able to like we we learn so much about like how to you know parent the child through this and or like how, like we'll talk about as well how to parent through like toddlerhood how to get through the newborn phase but it's like you don't know how to do that until you're in it. So you now need to learn how to parent at this stage and you now need to know how do I respond when she comes home from school and someone has upset her and there is no handbook for that. And not only are you trying to help her regulate her emotions and and move through things and, you know, handle failure, like you have to do that for yourself, but it's so much harder because you can't really be that rational about your own little baby because your mommy bear, you know, it's your cub. You're going to rip, you know, get your claws out for anything that, you know, causes her any harm. So I think it's so much harder for you than it will be for her. She'll 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 ride the waves of everything that comes her way. Of course she will. Because she's my first, I've learned everything with her. I've learned all of this. I've learned how to change a nappy with her. I've learned how to, you know, put her to sleep with her. I've learned everything up until today from her with her. She's teaching you all the time. And now we're about to do this whole new thing together. But I'm like, not really there. I'm on the sidelines and I'm trying to pull in everything that like I wished had been said to me in school. But yeah, I just, you know, we talk about not wanting to fuck them up. Like this is, I'm, I'm if, if there's gods and spirits out there in the universe, I'm like pulling in all the like, how can I just make sure that she feels as like totally supported as possible without smothered and without making her feel like there's anything to worry about. Or that, you know, you don't want to make her be so protected from all the bad experiences that she's she completely falls apart if they happen. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's so necessary. hard to know. It's, it's really necessary. And it's so necessary. Like I, yeah, I'm totally like, you know, I'm, I'm that mother bear. Yeah, but I'm the mother bear who's, you know, looking at the bigger bear going like, it's time. 
it's time for you to go get your food. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you watch those programs and you're like, they're so mean. How, how are they kicking out? You know. Oh, in the, nature, they're yeah, ruthless. They're yeah. ruthless. But it is kind of a, like, a, no, you gotta, you gotta flex those muscles now, Pat. You Do you think that our generation finds it harder to let them go flex those muscles now? Because I guess with there's so much talk around like gentle parenting and, and all these approaches that we just want to keep them close to us forever. Are, do you think like our generation of kids might be like at a slight disadvantage because we're, it's harder for us to let them go out into the world and really experience the full brunt of everything that they need to experience? I mean, possibly. But who's to say that that won't deliver a better adult Yeah. at the end of the day? Um, but yeah, I'm as much as I'm talking here about this. If you were probably to ask her, she'd probably be like, yeah, no, mom is really strict. Yeah. <laughs> like I have, I, I'm like, no is no. And there's firm boundaries and there's uh, accountability and there's consequences. You know, there isn't like, I I do believe like you have to, you have to teach your child how to, how to cope with the real world and how, and pre- the, the worst thing you can do is to not prepare them for the fact that the world doesn't roll over to their every whim. Yeah. Doesn't give them the snack every time they want the snack. But obviously adult equivalent of snack. Um, I think it's really appropriate that they learn actually like, oh, if I do that, there's a consequence. Yeah. And I can't have everything my way. And I have to like work hard. I think mm. I have to, I have to raise them how to work hard. Yeah. So I guess sometimes you have to go against your the the loving instinct and like a bit of tough love is necessary because otherwise there'll be just little soft marshmallows out in the world the world will eat them up yeah I want her to be so capable like just so capable of like walking into rooms and feeling like she's okay there you know instead of I don't belong and I'm not good enough and I'm not strong enough or any of those things and that comes from being stretched out of your comfort zone and being forced to kind of like, you know, step into the arena and do something hard. And that starts in school. That's why they have the tests, you know, like that's why they have races and sports days and all these kinds of things is to teach them their strengths. Um, I just hope that I can support her on the days when she does come home and says, you know, that was really hard. Yeah, absolutely. Should we take a little ad break? Yeah, I need to dry my tears. The days are long, but the years are short. And as our family grows, our needs can change. Some milestones pass smoothly, some stretch us even more. So if it's bringing home a new baby, returning to work, moving house or a new routine, maybe it's just a sleep regression, weaning or a really busy month of deadlines. No matter what it is, you can always make life that little bit easier with Drop Chef. It's the easy way to cook a healthy dinner. The recipes are dietitian approved and change every week. Plus, there are multiple menu and portion options to fit the size and needs of your growing family. You can skip weeks, use it twice a week or five nights a week and cancel anytime. Use our dedicated code STRETCHMARKS30 for 30% off your first two orders at dropchef.com. If you sign up, we'd love to see what you're having, so please do share and tag us on Instagram. Let's talk more about how to lighten the load. Okay, the tissues are out. <laughs> I have dried my eyes and I have jumped into the answers to the polls and the questions because I don't want to think that I'm the only... Uh, it's all about you, Shane. I'm not the only <laughs> mental, emotional mess of a mother. 
Um, okay, so do you get emotional watching them grow? 94, 94% of us are in this camp. 6%, not emotional, but like, it doesn't mean that they're delighted that they're like, you know, emigrating to Australia, <laughs> which will never be allowed, on, on let me tell you. Uh, but yeah, emotional around it. So 94% yes. Okay, so if you're feeling that, you are not alone. Have you cried packing away clothes, toys, baby stuff? I remember putting away the cot. Oh, all the newborn mm. stuff. My goodness. 66% have cried when they're putting away the clothes. I always would do like Sunday, Sunday evening, I would do like a call of the clothes and I'd go up for like two and a half hours and a bottle of wine. <laughs> and I would sit so on the floor, folded up and smelling them as yeah. they're putting in and like trying to remember all that. Remember, remember she wore that? You forget that also she had a complete meltdown that day of and course. you like lost your mind. But you're like, oh, do you remember she wore... Anyway, we're... Rose tinted glasses. Rose tinted nostalgia, but wine helps. Is it a relief to see them grow more independent? Because that is like, as they do grow, there is a little bit of you that you get to claim back. Absolutely. I feel like well, now when if we have people around and I see Kaylin playing with someone else who isn't me or Barry, yeah. I feel such a relief and such pride, of so proud of him that he's, you know, not just clinging to us. It gives me honestly such comfort to see him engaging with different people. Yeah, but also you get to sit your ass down. I get to sit down and finish my Prosecco. It's really nice. Especially, and with his granddad, like he was, he he didn't, I suppose, see a whole lot of them in the beginning with COVID. And it took a while for him to warm to his granddad, to Barry's dad. And um, Barry's dad put in so much effort. And mm. he was like, no, 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 no. Like he just only wanted like me or... I think a thing with men, he seemed to be like a bit more wary of men. And now Grandad is like the favorite mm. person in the world. He's like, want to go to Grandad's house? Want to go in Grandad's car? And like when the, when we're there, like I can disappear. Like it, and I love that. It's as much as I'm like, oh, it, it's it's better for me to know that he's thriving in in that situation. Sixty six percent said yes, they felt that relief, but for a minute because then they want then they wanted them little yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it is. You do, you do sit down. You're like, oh my god, thank God for that. But then the day will, you know, the day will pass, and then you'll wait. You'll be looking through the phone that night, being like, look at little baby Kaylin. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to, <laughs> to drink and go back to your old photos. Like it's just thirty-two percent yes and two percent no, not at all. Uh, growing pains. What transition did you find most emotional? All of them. Uh, okay, so I'm here. Starting school, starting school. Okay, I'm. I, the, the, a lot of people that listen here are definitely in kind of maybe uh, Kaylin and Jews kind of mm-hmm. age range. Okay, so but I'm I'm glad to see there are some few here that are with me on the starting school thing. The going back to work after mat leave. Oh my god! Like the pain in my heart is still there. When she didn't need me to hold her yogurt pot anymore, as oh. she's able to do it herself. <laughs> Like it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Packing the zero to three month clothes away, leaving him with the childminder, finishing breastfeeding, stopping breastfeeding. When she eventually started to sleep through, I was glad to have the sleep, but I missed the cuddle at night. The first steps moving out of our bedroom, the back to work, into creche, starting creche, starting the childminders when she took her first steps, when I stopped carrying her to bed. No. No. Oh. No. Like I'm. 
Caitlin still says, Mammy, carry you in the bed. He says you for me. And like, I have to physically carry him into a cot. I don't like, he can't get in it without me carrying him. So he'll be staying in a cot forever. Yeah. I think that only happened for us kind of when Juliet arrived. Because like we had another one in our arms and we were like, come on now, upstairs. And now I'm like, oh my God, we didn't know when the last night we would carry her to bed yeah. would be. The last time they fell asleep on my chest, I didn't know it would be the last. Okay, why do you think we find it so hard? They choose their own friends outside influences that are no longer chosen by home. Little one is no longer 100% relying on mama. Because we like that they need us and this doesn't last long. I think we do. I think as much as it's like, oh my God, I'm just, I'm at capacity. I'm doing everything. I need a break. There's a part of us that like, that's our purpose oh, right yeah. now. Like we're yeah. like, you know, let stand back everyone. <laughs> yeah. Mommy's here. Mommy's here. Mommy will kiss it better. Everybody stand down. I've got this. We know how precious the time is and how quickly it will go. That video of, um, you know, you only have little kids from, from for four years. I, I really can't handle that. And I resent the person who made it because it just makes me bawl every time I see it. The emotional attachment to our babies is so intense. We can't get that time back ever. <laughs> because you'll never have that time. You'll never have those moments there again. Just apologies that we're ruining your day oh right now. God. They are an extension of our own body and soul. It's your heartbeat running around outside you. But one we, we must gradually let go of. Why didn't we have wine for this? Because ultimately we need to know that they belong to the world. Okay, nobody prepares you for the lasts. Which last hit you hardest? Rocking my toddler to sleep. Now she's in bed despite cursing it for so many nights. I wish I could do it again. Mm. <laughs> Even this person in the comment. <laughs> Fuck's sake, now I'm crying. <laughs> Just taking part of the polls. They're now crying. I am sorry. I'm sorry for that, Neve. Uh, Night in the room with us, the last nap, the last lift into the cot, the last time co-sleeping beside us. It's all sleep. And yet the thing we want them to do is to sleep independently. And as soon as they start sleeping independently, we're like, oh, come back. This sounds weird, but like the times that Caelan has been unwell and it's the only time that he will sleep in my arms, like on the couch or where I will let him because I'm so afraid to like mess up the routine. Obviously, I don't want him to be unwell, but like the fact that I get to have a snuggle and look at his little face asleep on my chest, it's Mm -hmm. absolutely divine. And I never get it in any other way. Mm -hmm. The last breastfeed, the last day of Montessori, the last night in the cot. I'm not there yet, but the last handhold and cuddle will be so hard. Sorry, when is there the last cuddle? Do you cuddle your mum? Yes, all the time. Okay, I don't. Oh, that makes me really sad. I don't cuddle. Oh, I'd, I'd get in and have a little snuggle. No. But like, I mean... Good not, for you. But you wouldn't be... Cu- okay, you mightn't be lying. I barely cu- cuddle my husband. Never mind me. Oh, mom. no, I'm a real cuddler. I took a photo the last time she fell asleep on me and she hasn't done it since. Well, at least she got the photo. That's good thinking. Every single one. I feel like I missed a lot of the fourth trimester as I was so depressed and tired. Aww. But I wish I could have done it again. Aww. And that's what I mean. Like, I, if if we'd have if we have more support when we are in the absolute trenches, we can actually feel what's happening. We can feel the magic of those moments. 
I, I, I'm so angry that we have to, they have to grow up for us to get some space for us to actually be able to breathe. Yeah. And then we look back and think, oh my God, I was so, I was too tired in it to love it. Have any of your kids started school yet? There's 16% uh, said yes. So 16% are in this with me and I want all of the information from you guys, please. If you could just message me with all of the tips. Did you find the first day super emotional? Yes, they did. And words of wisdom when going through the stretch of watching them grow. Let's see what you all said. Tissues at the ready. Be kind to yourself. Be proud of yourself for the wonderful being that they are. Be thankful for each milestone they reach without requiring any help. Be thankful that they get to grow and thrive. Take pictures, document it. There is never enough time, but there is time for everything. We don't own our children. We only ever borrow them. No. I've got to leave it at that. No, I too much. fundamentally disagree with that. I own Caelan. He's mine. I'm his. We, we only are borrow one. them. <laughs> oh my God. Like oh a Lord. dagger to the soul. And that is why it is such a stretch. Hopefully people listening to this who are maybe in a tough day can take, just have a giant cry. Just have a cry and take it as a moment just to get into the difficulty of that moment and know that it will pass and find the little bit of magic in there somewhere that they need you, that you're there, you're, the two of you are together. It's the best job in the world. Hardest job, best job. We have to record another episode now. We can't even speak. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Stretch Marks. We will be back next week with another good one. In the meantime, please be sure to follow us over on Instagram. You'll find us at Stretch Marks Podcast, where we get you involved in our polls and questions and lots of conversations there that then feed into the episodes. And of course, do not forget to avail of that really handy offer with Dropchef. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.